Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 215. Hello, I'm Dr. Neil, and welcome to another Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your questions related to health, fitness, diet, nutrition, stress management, anything along those lines. I'll spare you an explanation of all of my credentials and my history, my health history, and all of that stuff. If you're interested, of course, definitely check out one of our previous Q&A episodes. But for now, all you need to know is I wanna tell you the truth in these Q&A shows. I want this to be a space for you where if you send me a question, I will do my best based on the latest research to tell you the honest truth. So if you want to send in a question and basically get a consultation for free, it's really easy to do. Just come by oldpodcast.com and look for the bar along the side of the page that says ask a health question. If you click on that, you can record a message straight from your computer's microphone or from a phone if you use the app. You can do multiple takes. Once you're happy with it, you can then hit submit, it's that easy. Or if you like to do things the old-fashioned way, you can call 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. So either that or visit oldpodcast.com, send in your question, you make me happy, I love answering your questions, and you'll be in small special raffles to win books from us. So like I mentioned earlier this week, today's Q&A is a nice segue from Ms. Fanuni's two-part posts earlier this week. If you recall, Ms. Fanuni was describing things in moderation and how it was tough for her to follow moderation. It just didn't suit her lifestyle. So with today's Q&A, I'm gonna come back to this idea. I'm gonna touch on it again. So let's hear today's question as we optimize your life. Hey, Dr. Neal, this is Bridget from Virginia. And I'm calling because I have a question for you about the best way to eat. I hear so much about all different types of, I guess, diets, paleo, keto-adaptive, plant-based diets. I'm just wondering which is really the best for health and best for maintaining a good weight and living a healthy lifestyle. It seems like 
they all have some similarities, but then also are contradictory in what they feel is best and what is best for you. And I'm hoping you can provide some clarity to that. Thanks so much. I love all the old uh, podcasts, and I really enjoy listening to them every day. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. Thank you for your question, Bridget. And thank you so much for listening to all of the shows in our old podcast family. You are much appreciated. Now, I'm going to start by answering your question very directly. The best diet to maintain weight and allow you to live a healthy lifestyle is the one that allows for, one, food to be consumed in moderation, and two, a diet that you're able to follow in the long term. All right, so that's the end of this episode. Roll credits. Okay, you twisted my arm. I'll discuss this further. This is probably the question I receive most often from patients. Which diet is best? And I respond the same way. We have to find which diet is best for you. Bridget, you brought up a very interesting point. This idea that the diet advice you hear from health professionals or read about on the internet and see celebrities touting, they all appear contradictory. Some swear by low-carbohydrate, high-protein diets, others high-fiber, high-protein, and still others a high-fat, low-carb diet. And then there are fasting diets, while others follow Mediterranean or DASH diets, and the list goes on and on. Then if you try and pull up actual research, those diet studies that are conducted on real people, you will find contradictory information there too. Very frustrating indeed. And as I always say, I want you to be able to expect accurate information from me. The best way for me to provide you with this is to base what I say off of well-designed research studies. Notice I specifically said well-designed research studies, not just one study and not just any study, those that are well-designed. Too often, media headlines mention a recent study that discovered something that flies in the face of what we think we know about diet and health. But if we were to dig a little deeper, we may find that there are 100 other studies that show the opposite effect of what that media headline just said. Or maybe the study was only performed in mice and not in humans. Or maybe the researcher that performed the study was misquoted. I can't tell you how many times I have been misquoted by the media. Okay, I'm ranting a bit. I promise I'll stop crying now. So what I'm about to tell you is based on the results of many, many well-designed studies. When it comes to which meal plans appear to be the healthiest, there are repeatedly those that push their way to the top. And they are the Mediterranean diet, the DASH diet, and a vegetarian diet. I'll briefly explain each of those, starting with the Mediterranean diet. It's funny because when I mention the Mediterranean diet to patients, their eyes light up. They say, you mean I can eat as much pizza and pasta I want on this diet? Uh, not quite. This pattern of eating recommends the daily consumption of whole grains, beans and legumes, nuts and seeds, fruits, vegetables, and olive oil. Meat and poultry should be treated as garnishes as opposed to being the star of the plate. Fresh fruit is a typical daily dessert, not Oreos and ice cream like we're used to. The DASH diet, which has nothing to do with Mrs. DASH brand products or seasonings, actually stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. As its name suggests, This diet was originally promoted to those with hypertension or high blood pressure, same thing. But it has been found to be great even for those that are hoping to eat more wholesome food. And researchers have discovered the nice side effect of following the DASH diet is weight loss. So what's this diet all about? Like the Mediterranean diet, 
This pattern of eating does not banish any food or nutrient, but encourages the consumption of most foods in moderation. It promotes the consumption of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and limiting the consumption of saturated and trans fats, as well as sweets. Nuts, seeds, and beans are also recommended four to five times per week. Lastly, a vegetarian diet. Like I discussed on last Friday's Q&A show, many variations of a vegetarian diet currently exist. Personally, I have met a lot of vegetarians that are actually just carbitarians. These folks don't like eating animal flesh, but they don't like fruits and vegetables either. They just like breads, rice, and pastas. So they end up eating lots of potatoes, including french fries, tortillas, chips, crackers, cereals. You get the idea. This is not the style of eating I'm talking about when I say vegetarian. Instead, researchers studied those that consume lots of fruits and vegetables, whole grains, nuts, beans, and seeds, and few animal products. What they have found repeatedly is that those that follow any one of these three diets typically have lower rates for cardiovascular disease, lower blood pressure, and even lower risks for certain types of cancers. And again, not just one study, but lots and lots of studies have been found to show the same thing, and in different groups of people. Now, if we take a moment and think about what these diets have in common, why might they lower the risk for disease? Well, they're basically plant-based, encourage the consumption of whole foods, moderating portions, and consuming meat sparingly. Researchers have also found that once folks make the switch and begin following these meal plans, they're not as challenging to follow. They become part of the person's lifestyle. There's not much emphasis on banishing foods, or avoiding foods for hours or days at a time. You can eat whatever you want, just be sure that most of the time you're consuming the foods I just mentioned. So why don't the ketogenic diet, or paleo, or South Beach, or the Zone, or the intermittent fasting diets top the most healthy list? It's because these are difficult for people to follow over a lifetime. People are pretty good about following these diets when they're part of a formal study and are being fed or getting paid for their time. But once the study's over, which usually happens within six months, folks stop following the diet and regain their weight back, if not more. And because people have difficulty following these diets over the long term, we can't study how these diets will affect their health when they're in their twilight years. We can only guess. In fact, I had the pleasure of meeting Marlia Braun, a leading ketogenic diet researcher. She was presenting some of her studies on the ketogenic diet and its link with body weight at a national conference. After her presentation, I walked up to her and asked her, so the majority of the data you presented were from studies that were done in the short term, like six months or less. What happens when people follow this ketogenic diet for more than six months? Her reply, we don't know. For me, I feel uncomfortable recommending a diet to someone when I don't know what it may do to their body if they were to follow it for more than six months. More often than not, I try and meet the individual where they are. I ask them, what are you currently eating? What are your barriers? What's stopping you from eating more healthfully? Is it time? Is it money? What foods do you like? And how can we incorporate more of the foods you like into your diet? By doing that, folks are more likely to follow this pattern of eating for a lifetime. That's what I'm after. In order to have a healthy body weight, you have to do the same behaviors over and over and over again for as long as possible. Otherwise, guess what? The weight comes back. So finding what works for you is really what's key. So for many people, the Mediterranean diet, the DASH diet, 
or consuming more plant-based foods similar to a vegetarian diet isn't too difficult to follow once people start incorporating those foods more often. People are able to sustain these behaviors over the long term. And I'll just say, I'm not a vegetarian, but I do incorporate lots of plant-based food, lots of whole foods into my diet because I know that it helps improve health for most people, me included. And don't forget, I mentioned this before on the show, I love pizza, french fries, potato chips, and donuts. Those are like my four most favorite foods. Does it mean I never eat them? Absolutely not. I enjoy them, but when I do enjoy them, I portion them out and eat only what's in front of me. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thank you again for your question, Bridget. You're gonna be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book from us. And one last time, really quickly, you can be entered into the small raffles and possibly have your question answered right here on the show. Just come by oldpodcast.com to submit your question or call 61 I Love OHD. It's that easy. If you can believe it, we just completed 215 episodes of Optimal Health Daily. We also reached 10 million downloads in our podcast family. So thank you all so much for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sending in your questions. Thank you for sharing this show. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com 
That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.